0: to killing time hosted by two girls one ginger we're hanging out we're having some libations we're having a good time Alexis
1: just gave us a salad because we showed up hungry <laughs>
0: Honestly,
2: I'm here to be your done
0: mother. <laughs> you, It was a very mom move. I was like, I want it, but I don't want it because I want Jersey Mike's later. And everybody knows that I love myself some Jersey Mike's. What
2: feels really weird is that like I'm not aching for children in any significant way. <laughs> but like I've never felt more fulfilled than yeah. giving Jared a chicken leg oh, and giving awesome. you guys both a salad to share. I was like, I am
1: keeping your friends alive
2: and also nurturing yes. and nourishing. Yes. So I was nearest and dearest. Yep. I really think it comes when you least expect it. You're just like, well now
0: is this it, my biological clock? Yeah. The biological <laughs> clock has <laughs> been struck and now it will start ticking.
2: <laughs> welcome. Oh, I no. mean, I'm not saying welcome because it hasn't happened for me yet, but I'm sure it will at some point. You know what? We're in on. tandem with these things. I think any moment you or I will ignite the other one to care. <laughs>
0: That's but, right. We can't do it. Without we don't each other. yet. That's
2: not, right. Not yet. No. Um, how are we feeling?
1: Awesome.
0: I yeah? feel great now. Yeah, Jared's like right. a new person. He's had some protein. I just, dude,
1: I just had a chicken leg. I feel like a <laughs> Viking.
0: Sometimes Jared tries to eat like on my schedule not on my schedule, but like my amount. And I'll I'm trying like, to like cause... hang with you, but you're like a you're like a
1: bird who gets distracted easily. The
0: see, yeah, it doesn't work yeah. for somebody who is I'm like, much larger. I'm
1: like it's noon, it's time to eat. It's six PM, it's time to eat. That's like, right. Men, no excuses. Men
0: must eat yes. now. Um, yeah. all right well, what would we want well number one I want to tell everybody about our patreon please join our patreon so much fun shit going on over there
2: honestly our patreon is is so fantastic it doesn't live by the same rigid confines that <laughs> the first degree or even killing time does it's truly sort of an expression of our truest true crime form we can do everything anything, can, and anything and we are and we're doing really interesting stuff I think I, you could maybe even be nude on patreon who knows you mean
0: nude I don't know
2: Yep. this isn't OnlyFans. fans are you
0: friends? looking at me <laughs> i don't know i mean patreon seems to be like no holds barred i guess or maybe not maybe not nudity so anyways we're, not we're getting all nude, nude over, over on
1: patreon we're
0: not getting nude over there but maybe feetfinder.com at some point oh it's gonna show those feet pics i mean if you've got a good foot might as well flaunt it and make some money off of it. You know? I don't even yeah. know
1: if it has to be good foot. People are looking for anything out there. I think they're looking
2: for barefoot. Yeah, people are looking for uh, a <laughs> uh, foot.
1: Okay, are we ready
2: to jump into the dark day? Yeah, but first I want to remind everybody the worsty firsty phone number yes, because please. we want you to call with your confessions. Please, 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 we want them. So the number for the worsty firsties is three two three five three nine three five one six. And then I want to remind everybody about the phone number for on the stand. Yes. Because we are integrating your on the stands into our on the stand segment, and we are doing extended versions on Patreon as well, since that seems to be the crowd pleaser all around. So to call in your on the stand, air your grievances, 818-446-6889. That's 818-446-6889. All right. Well,
0: we're going to get into the dark day. It is September 22nd, and in September 22nd of 1692, the last people were hanged for witchcraft. Eight went, well, eight people in the U.S. during the Salem Witch Trials. It was the last of the Ooh. executions. They were hanged or burned? They were hanged. That's so scary. I think the burning was uh, not true. I really? Think, I think it was just a... Uh, myth a myth and most people were hanged so on september 22nd of 1692 eight people were hanged for their alleged crimes as witches they were among 20 who were killed as a result of the hysteria that took place in the New England village of Salem, which Jared and I are going to go visit. What? We are.
2: In a couple weeks, we're going to do like an early October trip to Salem. It's and a little
1: like Halloween town, you know? Yeah.
2: I love that. Well, you better be back by the second week of October so we can sail to Catalina. Yeah. No, we will be. Okay, good. It's the weekend before. I mean, it's on the calendars, <laughs> We've right? we
1: decided we just no longer want to be home. So. Okay. We
2: won't be home. You
0: don't have homes now. No. No. Uh, <laughs> so... In Salem, there is fear of demonic possession that struck panic among the Puritans, and there were more than two hundred accusations against anyone suspected of witchcraft. Ooh. So, should we get into the witch? Like, do we know what happened in the Salem witch trials, or should I like give a little
2: summary? I think we should give. I think we should get into it. I also just want to note. I just think it's fascinating that in every society they have to find like pariahs to blame yeah. things mm-hmm. on, and I I just think it's you see it. Literally everywhere in every, you know, um, decade, you know, there's always, and you see it in every culture around the world. This isn't just a Western thing. Like everyone has to be pointing to a group of people to be blaming them for the, you know, for whatever is going on agitations in the world.
0: So in Massachusetts in the late 1600s, a few young girls claimed to be possessed by the devil and they blamed local witches for their demons. And so this sent this entire panic through the village of Salem and led to accusations of more than 200 local citizens for the next several months. So the Salem witch trials was not that long. It was only like a few months long. And they were going on these witch hunts that we have heard about. And there's this like crazy hysteria that resulted in the arrest of nearly 150 people. There were all these court hearings, which must have been
2: fucking crazy to go to because everybody was just hysterical and crazed. Well, and also how they were finding out if you're a witch. It's like, hey, if you drowned, you're innocent. But if you live, you're a witch. I'm like, okay. I mean, there's
1: no upside
0: to that.
2: Yeah. I'm like, uh... So this is this is like you die or we're right.
0: Right. Well, and also is just like the way that they're proving people were witches uh, yep. is if people went hysterical in the courtrooms. Like there, it was basically like if people freaked out, that meant you were a witch because you were like... When
2: they're scared, they're going to be killed by, by you. you. Right. Because they're,
0: <laughs> cause everybody's just trying to point the finger at each other. And
2: of course, it, hysterical, right? That is obviously a, a term about women, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, only women can be hysterical. Yeah. So yeah. only women can be witches. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Well, that's not true. There were a few men. Warlocks? No, uh, witches.
0: Well, what? We're going to get into the, like, tell me there, everything. There is one man that I uh, was doing some research about that was found guilty and was executed. But a lot of the people that were found guilty were chained to the walls in a prison's basement known as the witch jail. And these were uh, perpetually dark, cold and wet dungeon infested uh, thing with water vermin? and they had a bunch of water rats around. It's what a witch or a
1: warlock would enjoy after hearing it.
0: Ah, Yeah. So uh, many of the women were repeatedly humiliated by being forced to strip naked and undergo physical examinations of their nude bodies. So there are just, I mean, it's fucking insane. It gets worse and worse. And in all, there were four execution dates. That's all, which is crazy because again, I thought it was a lot longer and a lot more robust, but it was pretty short. But they were doing like a few a day, or like ten a day. Or... There were like groups a day. Oh like gosh. so, the last one had eight people. So, um, it was 19 women and men that were taken to Proctor's Ledge to die by hanging from a tree. So everybody was uh, that is executed so by hanging. scary. So. About 20 years after the convictions in 1711, the colony passed a bill pardoning those accused and granted monetary restitutions to the surviving victims and their families. So that doesn't help anybody that was executed, but I guess they kind of went back and were trying to pff, undo their wrongs. Right. Oops big fucking oops but i mean it's such a such a crazy time and i did a lot of research into some of the victims that were killed during the salem witch trial that we're gonna get into when we come back for true crime rewind because there's so everybody's story is just so fascinating i cannot wait and how they ended up in that situation so we'll get to that in a bit but until then we have got some bitching to do
3: please rise court is now session all rise Call
0: the first witness. How do you plead, guilty or not guilty? Okay, welcome to On the Stand every week. We're bringing a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand that's uh, either grinding our gears or we're really loving. We're going to have a good conversation about it, vote if it's guilty or not guilty, and then we're going to bring it to Instagram for everybody, for all of our firsties to vote on. Um, And do we have a firstie on the stand that we're also going to share today? You know that we do. All right, so that'll be our fourth on the stand. So who would like to go first? I went first last time. I'll go first. So today on the stand, I am... I'm putting on the stand the metaverse. Oh. You know, when we were first introduced to the metaverse, it was introduced to us like this is the future. This is where everything is going. Like you better buy your outfit for like the virtual reality that we're all going to be living in. And these expensive sneaker drops for Mm -hmm. like your sneaker avatar to have. And like all of these NFTs for all the art hanging on your wall. And so I kind of bought into it a little bit. I was honestly even thinking about selling a few NFTs for, in the beginning of the year. I we like, looked into it. I was like, maybe this... I, I can make art. Like Maybe all these people are making millions of Why dollars. Not? Why not? And then I feel like the cracks started to show sure. a little bit. Like where the NFT price dropped
2: dramatically. I know a lot of the um like bit, bit, all the crypto, bit, crypto markets took a huge hit i just listened to a fascinating the, the daily podcast mm-hmm. Realizes has a really good like breakdown of what happened Ooh. i
1: had a lot of like annoying bro like crypto bro friends like uh-huh. that i've just known you know and they they're very public about it on their yeah. twitters and they all went
2: Nuts.
1: Dark,
0: yeah, but nobody it was, is
1: posting. And so. when you're
0: an outsider, you kind of like love that. That I didn't like that people lost money, but you're just like, no. I don't get it. This seems like fake
2: money. Well, when I, I can invest, fake, but... which I was like, Am I a sucker? Like, yeah. y- like I don't want to a people sucker. Who, like, when I was uh, in middle school and high school, like everyone's parents were buying Apple stock yeah. in middle school, mm. right before uh, Apple man. blew up, and I was like. I always felt like a fool. Like friends of mine had like a couple original Apple shares. I was like, how? Because they bought it when it was not worth a lot, and I was like, maybe this is crypto. And then I'm, I'm not happy that like I miss didn't miss out, but I'm not sad. It doesn't. (laughs) It's a little validating. Yeah, that you're like I thought this was a scam, and like maybe I mean I think
0: NFTs are pretty much a scam
1: I don't know here's the thing is like I mean got going shake value. out still so yeah. who knows but it it doesn't to me it doesn't look that great because it seems like it kind of followed the trend of the actual stock market and the whole idea was that it was that it was decentralized yeah so I don't know and I think whatever I know you're talking about the metaverse but yeah. it is kind of it all kind of this, ties in. it's all
0: tied in because it's like web 3 it's like the future it's yeah. like where is it gonna be and Uh, that's where like the metaverse we're like god i gotta like buy into this fucking bullshit i don't have enough time but like if this is you know we're trying to have a business in this world that's ever changing like do we need to like get an avatar and like whatever so i'm putting on the stand the metaverse now i have not joined it i don't know what it's like oh it's already out People are in the metaverse. What? But like from what I hear, it kind of sucks. Like the graphics aren't great. I saw
1: Zuckerberg had posted this like photo of himself in it the other day and it got like memed to shit because it was like, it just looked so stupid.
0: Uh No, like the, it's like the backgrounds look like they're from like geo pages back in the day, like bad Sims, like first generation Sims. And it's like, we have the technology to make this look like an amazing universe.
1: Here's my question. What? What is it? What's the end goal? Like, are we all supposed to be in our basement, like completely hairless in like a vat yeah. with like a suit on? We're all supposed and to look
2: like powder. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah.
1: Like and yeah, and you just have like a haptic suit on and like you're just like you just life a is just you suit. in a tub.
0: And it's but and then you're just like feeding into the like the capitalistic machine because
2: all you're doing is spending money on your new outfits in the metaverse. Life and like is it worth living unless you get validation online? That's sort yeah. of like the same sort of monster they're feeding. Because yeah. it's like but can't you just be in a beautiful destination with no one knowing? Yeah. And isn't that living? So it was, yeah. Not according to them because then no one knows about it and well, you're not no, gaining clout with it. And nobody is spending
0: money on their product right. and living in their fucking world that they're monopolizing over everything else. But totally. I just, I'm not, I can't buy into it. Like it, it is so unattractive and unappealing to me. Like yeah. there is nothing about it that I want to be a part of. And I really wonder this cause I'm like, is this an R generation thing? But then I think about Gen Z and I'm like, I don't think any of Gen Z is like jumping to be a part of the metaverse. I feel like unless you're going to force you for whatever job that you're in, if they're, and if they're making meetings in the
2: metaverse and you have to do that, I don't see anybody really dying to be a part of it. I think there's um, a fatal, like a fundamental flaw with it is that like, if you look at why social media has succeeded, it's because you get validation for your real life. Yes, yeah, for the real decisions you're making, and the real clothes you're buying, and, and the wearing. places you're going, and like what you look like. And yes, we're made to feel horribly insecure about all these things yeah. through social media. <laughs> yeah. But at least it's an authentic, tangible thing yeah. that you have feelings about. I would struggle to become emotionally involved with, like, my meta self. Yeah. Because what is the – what the stakes aren't high. They have to create, like, stakes. And please don't. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, there's no stakes in it where it's please like, don't. can you become a social outcast and then you're not involved in it because yeah. you got, you know, uh, thumbs down so many times. Like, and the only way there are stakes is if you lose something, in, which would be m- financial. Or yeah. they'd have to come up with some way to con- – <laughs> I it's don't want there's it. Some, there's definitely something missing, right? Yeah. There's something, oh, yeah. there's the, why like, the, would we do any, why would we subject ourselves to it? Yeah. There's is the, the question. The
0: soul, it's like soulless. Totally. And that's where it's like, I just can't find, I I can't find any reason to feel like I want to be a part of it. And I can't be alone. I feel like they're are like they're like b- pounding it over our heads that like this is the future and this is what you should do and this is what you want to do if you're going to succeed and don't be left behind. But then I feel like and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I because I would love to hear other people's opinions on it. Yeah. But like as a collective, nobody wants to do this, right? Like I think no. that we all just want to like probably live our lives and like not have to. Right.
2: I think we're all sad, we're sad that, like that we a even got bro. sucked into Facebook and Instagram. Like I think we're all like remember remember when we were young and we didn't have any of this and how good it felt to be alive. Yeah. (laughs) MySpace was the final frontier of good internet.
0: Yeah. Like MySpace, there was, I mean, there was some bullying and shit going on, but like, It was, there was a lot of goodness. I've been
1: wrong about most internet things. Like I shit all over Twitter when it came out and I was like, this is the dumbest. Yeah. I was like, Twitter does suck. It does suck, but it's been a, it's been a tool this entire, like it had, I guess it had a really big impact on society. But when it It came out, I was like, who wants to, this is literally just my away message on aim.
2: Yeah. But Twitter is now, Twitter's like bullying, like whether it's, whether it's whether it's like calling like politicians bullying each other or people bullying politicians or politicians like, like there's just, it's just like a place to fucking call people out and that, you know, for whatever that's worth, like things were better before we could do that. (laughs)
1: Fucking welcome to the internet. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But to your, but to your point, you're like, I was like against it and I didn't understand it. And then it ended up being like this massive pillar of like our social society. society. Yeah. But that's where I think that maybe with the, with the metaverse, that's where I'm at where it's like, am I like, am I going to be sorry that like I wasn't a part of it? Or like, are we going to look back being like, I can't believe there was a time this where we didn't live in the metaverse all the time. This is why we'll keep so. the podcast
1: going and five years from now we'll roll the tape <laughs> and we'll find out.
2: We'll see. You no, know, but something we just have to depart with is that the people who create these platforms, do not let their own children on them. Yeah. So, yeah. And yes, yeah, sure. They're billionaires. So it's like, Hey, you're not going to miss out on the financial, uh, you know, opportunities, but like, they don't let their own children on them. Mark Cuban does not let his children on social media. Rich people with know how do not let their children on these platforms for a reason. Yeah. So that's you know.
0: And what was that? What was that fucking documentary about the social project or the social member where it was just how dilemma? Else, the social dilemma where everything is basically created like to be making, addictive yeah. and like a drug and like. So obviously, whatever this metaverse is that they're creating, they have all of the data, like more data than anybody else has, to yeah. create something that is just going to keep people on it, allegedly, but nobody wants to join it.
1: Guilty. Guilty.
0: Guilty. Didn't even, even know it was available yet. Guilty. If I want to
1: escape life here on Earth, I'd rather go to space, to Same. be fair. So I'm waiting Shoo for that. Shoot me off
0: to Mars. Bye. All right, who's next? I can go. Okay. okay. That was a good one. You're That, that was a good deep. One. You know, I didn't even really think about it that really much. really sparked I was like, a lot we're of thoughts. The car. I was like, I think I'll put the metaverse on this yeah. scene. I'm glad Not really you are thinking did. about it. Thanks.
1: Mine is much simpler than that. Okay. Um, adult birthday parties. <laughs> Having a birthday party as an adult. Okay. Um, this for me is... I say this... I haven't had an adult birthday party <laughs> in a while. When Jack and I first started dating, I think I had one when I was like th- turning 31 or something. 32. Maybe. You're a child. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm
2: he <laughs> didn't want to do I'm it. I'm just saying that to confuse you all. We're in our 20s, me and Jack.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm way older. Um, so... I was in Phoenix. Jack was in town, and I wanted to get everybody together and go bowling. So I, as a thirty-one or thirty-two-year-old, organized my own birthday party. Yo. Had everybody meet me at the bowling alley, weird. and it was <laughs> it, was, it weird. was weird. We had Would like we had like five or six lanes. They like way overcharged me because they're like, oh, birthday party fee. And then nobody chipped in, Aww. and then so I paid like a shit ton of money for my own birthday party, and like as you should, as you should. But I then after it was all done and everybody you're <laughs> left, like, I, I didn't like, have that good of a time. I was like, why did I do that? Like I could have just gone. Bowling. Jack likes
2: bowling, and you're in love with Jack. Yeah, he was trying to impress me at the time. Still. I was.
1: I was like, look at all these friends that I have.
2: I was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't think it's that weird though. Like Jack will be like, hey, we're going to Malibu Wines from, or we're going yeah. to Portland. That's less than a... But, like, I'm not planning a
0: party. I think a, maybe a it's party, If yeah. you're like, I'm having a party, I'm, like, planning this and this, which some people love. Birthdays are very, very divisive. Yeah, Because I feel like you either love your birthday, yep. and you're a birthday week, birthday yep. month person, or you're... A, like how we are and you don't really give a
2: fuck but like like I, come to the cemetery with a ch- with a cheese <laughs> is my birthday <laughs> yeah, like exactly. I, did, I did nothing I just feel like my I boyfriend d- didn't come I love you Matt uh, he was moving his boat uh, <laughs> so exactly. he couldn't no,
1: come that's important isn't it? <laughs> he
2: took me out to dinner and we had our own little thing but like it could birthday, it shouldn't matter that much but like, you it, know what going back to what your birthday party was birthday parties are always disappointing
0: and birthdays yes. are usually disappointing because you no matter if you are trying not to you have this idea in your head of what it's going to be and how you're going to feel and i think birthdays remind you of your
2: mortality birthdays remind Mm. you of like childhood trauma childhood trauma no one acts fucking weirder on your birthdays than your fucking parents (laughs) let's be Ah, fucking real for
1: real they're like i gave
2: birth 30 years ago just imagine how your mother feels yeah Yeah. no that's true i just don't think many good things come out of a birthday party honestly everyone's sadder on the other side and again
0: Yeah,
1: on the adult level, as a kid, you're oblivious to all this shit, and it's a blast, and whatever you get to, you know, Is it, go paintballing? I don't know. I had a It couple depends good ones.
2: on if you get made fun of for not being able to bust open your own pinata. Mm. Oh. oh, that's a whole. When you step
1: up to the plate on that one, it's pretty traumatic. Yeah, if you want to sure.
2: blindfold kids yeah. and embarrass them, and you think you're not traumatizing them? Like blindfold anyone and tell them to swing a stick, and now with you're cell phones, wrong. like oh, now yeah. you have a you have a, a dorky kid swinging a bat blindfolded, yeah. immortalized with a cell phone camera. Oh, fuck! That. I would never do that to my child. You're not. That's like you know not what you do wrong.
1: If now for birthday parties, you got to do that thing when they do it like comedy shows where everybody has to put their phone in a bag. Yes,
0: like, because they're, uh, you're they're gonna not. film
1: my kid whiffing his pinata. Yeah.
0: No, it's also putting. And this is it. Come. This is like what it's like for me. I don't like the attention on me. And a birthday party puts all of the attention on you. People are looking at how you're acting and
2: how you're reacting. And like, yeah, I don't want the attention. I want to put it on somebody else. We were just talking about this. Uh, my mom. And Matt and I, because Matt's birthday just passed, and like literally, my mom told me she's like, "You hid under the table every time." they sang to you like yeah. you would hide under the so table when they came up with a cake and i was as yeah. a kid you're like allowed to hide under a table <laughs> yeah so that's what i would do because like i've never liked it it makes yeah. me fucking feel weird i want to hide under a table now but it's weird time. when you're a grown-up doing it's it. it's a little bit weird. a kid i'm like that's oh, i miss that up op- i miss that like a yeah. b- awkward meeting like yeah. don't you just want to bail under a table yes Good. god i wish that was an available thing to do same all right birthday parties are uh, guilty Guilty. I'll go with guilty. Adult Unless birthday party. I think milestones are okay. I think if you're like Kim Kardashian, that's okay. I think yeah. us, maybe not.
0: I also think if you're gonna throw a birthday party and you're an adult, you should pay for it. And but by the way, you should not assume I that people are gonna pitch in to your birthday party because nobody fucking cares. Also, I agree.
1: this doesn't include like going out to like get brunch or get drinks with your friends. I mean like a setup
0: yeah
2: activity
1: birthday party well
2: i think i think my last birthday party before covid i'm like hey everyone meet me at the club thing and yeah. like we all yeah. had it was just drinks yeah like we're yeah, no one had to really do anything do. we'd
1: probably do that even if it wasn't your birthday I think honestly so. no offense but
2: we're gonna go on to mine now <laughs> okay so my on the stand is uh and I, I hope i haven't done this before okay i don't want anyone dropping by
1: ah uh, dropping by mm. dropping mm. by
2: wait what's that called it's called like a it's New called York- a pop-in or something Whatever it is. Okay. I don't care if you're my landlord. I don't care Mm. if you're my landlord's contractor. I don't care if you're the plumber. I don't care if you're Mm AT&T. Don't knock on my door without... You have my number. Just give me a heads up. Because, like, I'm sorry. In my home, I'm in an apartment where there's no windows facing my place. Like, I'm the naked Mm. neighbor. Yeah. You know, I'm, like, usually, like, doing a hair mask and a face mask and, like, in some slip. Like yeah. some awkward ass like yeah. thing no one should ever see me I'm not in ready to
1: receive a guest.
2: At all. I mean, the probably really like is. exfoliating yeah. my legs. I'm doing crazy, like alone behavior not meant for anyone to be here. Yeah. When people knock, I think I'm about to die. I'm yeah. like, who? it's the IRS serving me papers. Or it's like some sort of... I know I'm not a man, but like someone's serving me paternity paper <laughs> like it's some like unexpected life derailing yep. news, yeah, because if someone couldn't call first, then my life is over, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very invasive and intrusive. <laughs> right? I would thank say God we live in an apartment that you literally physically cannot pop in at all. But yeah. like, I that's like scary. Do you guys actually know how crazy we sound? Because like the old world, like if you watch Seinfeld, right before well, cell phones, was, people popped in. I yeah. mean it's it like I was, the, I was in the I was in the neighborhood. I was in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's in the neighborhood. I just thought I'd see if you were home. I'm like. How dare you? We're fucking busy. Like, it's the the uh, chances of me
0: being free for a pop in are almost never slim to none.
1: When was the last time you're like, oh, I'm in so and so's neighborhood? Never. I'm gonna stop by. Nobody does. Okay, hold on. I don't. I'm not gonna say nobody does that, but I don't know anybody. that Maybe in like
2: that. a small town, <laughs> yeah. you know, like yeah. I don't know. For in like maybe a, a family lives life there. Lifestyle. Yeah, because for me, I'd be like. I need to keep an eye on you now yeah. because n- why are you because here? Because you're watching me. Even if a friend did it, I'd be like... I'm overwhelmed because I now <laughs> want to serve you something, and I have to go. And like, I feel like yeah. this is my time to like do nothing before yeah. I start research. I'd be like, "You're this is yeah. an obstruction."
1: Yeah, entertaining is it's such a it's such an obligation. I have to mentally prepare for it. Yeah, and I hate entertaining. No, especially unannounced. And now I got to like snap to unannounced. Too, announced? And like, yeah. Can you imagine? Oh no.
2: So this is where I'm with the, at with this. I will say though, like generations prior would be like. You guys don't understand life. This is like what life's about. It's yeah. like the unexpectedly we do The unexpected pop in is like but because w- that's life's what, meaning. Yeah.
1: Because that's what life was about. They were ready for it. Like the you, chances are you had something ready to like serve to a guest because guests came over Popped in. unannounced. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not ready for you. No.
2: And frankly, um, I don't want you. Someone could text me <laughs> and I could already know where they are with their geotagging. And, yeah. and yeah. like that's um, yeah. too much information. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm, don't mm, stop mm. by unannounced no one should do it nah, don't do guilty. it guilty guilty guilty, guilty. oh now it's time for yeah. our very uh special friend to tell us what they're putting on the stand and that special friend is you
3: hi um my on the stand is when you're driving through road construction and say you're in the left lane And there's a sign that says, left lane, close, ahead, half mile, move over right away. Make an effort to move over. Don't, like, continue driving in the left lane until there's literally the flashing arrow. That is my number one pet peeve with driving and road construction: is the people who just continue to stay in the lane even though they know it's going to be close and make absolutely zero effort. Just like put your blinker on, some nice person's going to let you over, and it it's just so frustrating and so annoying. But I hope you guys have a great
0: day.
1: Goodbye. I've never been more ready to answer anything ever.
0: Something just happened to us that on
1: the just- way here today, this very same day. I was, yeah, I was getting, you know, we're on the 405 going to the 10. The right hand lane merges in. So, you know, that thing that people do where, like, okay. There is like a natural zippering. I think they call it zippering that happens when the lane merges and like cars kind of like find their way.
2: Cars are coming on from the on ramp and cars are trying to get off at the near off ramp. Right. But right? At the,
1: uh, yeah, at this one, it's just a lane that's merging into the other lane. So it's one lane. It's two lanes turning into one. In my experience, it's better to just kind of like I I, I get close to the end of it, but I don't I don't like to merge. To, I don't like to merge at the last second. You kind of like naturally work your way in, which is what I did today. Sure. After I did this, fifteen people flew past us on the right side. So I start getting upset because I'm obviously sort of prone to road rage, and yep. and so I decide I'm going to wiggle the ass end of the jeep into like kind of both lanes to kind of discourage this behavior of like kind of cutting. Oh, past you're gonna everybody. show them! So this woman, like. Swerves around me and then almost hits the car in front of her because she was paying so much attention to like, I don't know, our Jeep, slams on her brakes and then starts like shouting at Jack and I. So What did you do? Well, like obviously I'm like fuck you like Yeah. (laughs) yeah, Of course. And then I mean that that was the end of it. But I just feel like it's it's inconsiderate to do it at the last second. You need to do that way earlier. So I agree with this on the stand because I feel like I obeyed that today. Somebody else did not. And they almost paid the price. She almost crashed because she wasn't paying attention. She was trying to be speedy and get in front of everybody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I feel like that sort of chaotic driving behavior can really be costly.
0: There is just like an etiquette that they don't teach you when you're doing your driving school. But like there's just an etiquette that you should know and not be an asshole.
1: Unspoken rules of the road
2: unspoken rules of the road they did teach it like they said it was like caution some other one and courtesy Mm. like you should before you want to go you should let someone go as a court like you should be the bigger person always in driving that's sort of like what they teach you like you should let people go because but I, i i you know i'm one of those people i always follow the rules Mm. And then I saw people not following the rules, then and you I follow got
1: those people. And then
2: I got so angry that I was a sucker following the rules mm. that I turned into mm-hmm. a Slytherin of the road. We've all done that, all definitely Slytherin
0: of the road. Jared was being a little. You're like you could have gotten yourself in there.
1: I could have got myself in there. How? What do you mean?
0: Well, like if I there was a big like i
1: could have i could have i should have went very, around those people it was you're very saying
0: unbalanced it was like a lot <laughs> coming in from the right there was a very, the mm. line on the left was stopped though so the right was filling in the spots to make a zipper yeah and you were just getting mad because there's a lot of people filling in those spots on the right
2: before you before mm. you because see, you were in the slow lane
1: see now that the the uh blinding rage that i had has like settled a little bit sure. i think you might be right yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's okay. You gotta admit l- your mistakes. It's all right. Nobody you know, got it's, hurt. It's, it's the gift of
2: hindsight. Yeah, that is right. We're gonna say guilty. Then. We're guilty. saying guilty. Lots of guilty Figure verdicts out the rules today. Of the
1: road.
0: This is follow them. This is a great this. I stand. loved it. I loved okay. it. Well, when we come back, we're going back into the Salem witch trial. Everybody loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story. So it's going to take you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. I'm really feeling this because Lex and I both are really like into Gatsby stuff right now. So I am loving the vibe of this game. And you're going to step into the role as June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder, it's perfect for all of the firsties out there. There's mystery, danger, and romance as you search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris. And you can customize your very own luxuries estate state island. Think expansive gardens and beautiful buildings and collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and
4: Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, no cooking, or cleanup needed. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including calorie smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Head to factormeals.com slash degree 50 and use code DEGREE50 to get 50% off. That's code DEGREE50 at factormeals.com slash degree 50 to get 50% off.
1: True Crime. Yeah, it's rewind time.
0: Alright, so for True Crime Rewind today, I decided to kind of do some research on some of the victims from the Salem Witch Trial and tell their stories because they're all very interesting because it's like, how the fuck do you end up being labeled as a witch during this very chaotic, hectic time? So we're going to start off with Bridget Bishop. And even before the Salem Witch Trials were going on, people were still like saying that people were witches. So she kind of had a history of being... Mm-hmm. Even before. Even before. Even before. And her second husband said that she was a bad wife. She sat up all night with the devil.
1: It was definitely an ex-husband.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. This was like our second husband. I didn't know that people had multiple husbands back in the day. Honestly, we're not sitting up all night with the devil. We just don't want to hang out with you. And maybe we have insomnia and anxiety because we're
2: being fucking because women are tasked with creating life and all these other stressors that men can't fucking fathom yes so she <laughs> Everybody sounds like she?
1: something a witch would say
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah sure does dude they were just calling people witches
0: because they're fucking scared of women because women are powerful and sexy and sexual well, and like
2: and like can also be smarter than them and, and fucking do pissed. money <laughs> and also literally anything a man can do but Plus create a human. We can do better bleeding or whatever that patch was. That's (laughs) right. And you should be afraid of us, bitches. (laughs) Okay. So
0: whatever. She avoided charges of being (laughs) a witch in the years earlier. But in 1692, everything kind of changed for her. In April, the afflicted girls, which I guess are people that ended up accusing people of witchcraft, Accused her of bewitching them, so that 's all that you really needed. Somebody just had to be like you 're a witch, and mm. then you 're a witch, apparently um, and as soon as she walked into the courtroom, everybody just went into like all these fits, so that was like cho- like proving that she was a witch right so um, a bunch of people testified against her saying that she was using voodoo dolls and like blah 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 blah, and she had a witch 's mark. Um, but she ended up being found guilty and she was one of the first people to be hanged and her death warrant reads on June 10th of 1692 high sheriff George Corwin took Bridget Bishop to the top of gallows hill and hanged her alone from the branches of a great oak tree. Now this is, this is fucking rich. Now the honest men of Salem could sleep in peace. Sure that the shape of Bridget would torment them no more
2: oh the honest puritan men give me a fucking break lord knows lord knows what they were doing oh
0: my god the honest men of salem can sleep in peace because bridget will not be fucking tormenting them again i I bet you hey i bet you bridget was fucking hot oh yeah i could probably look it up
2: but like for sure it's like oh a sexy woman who's rejecting me is probably a witch
0: I mean, the misogyny runs oh, deep. God, and deep. the fear of women runs deep. Okay. The next one. <laughs> I that is really actually it's brilliant. Rich. Yeah, yeah. Rich. So the next one is this uh woman called called this woman named Sarah Good, and she was one of the other first women to be accused of witchcraft. And she was considered a social uh, nuisance. So a lot of the women that ended up becoming labeled as witches were sort of outcasts. They were not women of faith and they were sort of just sort of on
2: the outsides. Yeah, they were questioning authority and yeah. questioning what right. they were fed like spoon fed. So she was a good candidate to be labeled. Witch, she was a
0: social outcast, but she didn't go to church and wasn't able to recite any psalms. So much like us. And when she went to trial, her husband said, I with tears, I with tears, that she is an enemy to all good. (gasps) So, all these people's, these women's uh, husbands are just like, turn on on them. Well, yeah, because they Mm. don't don't want to get get in trouble. And, um, so when a minister asked her to confess to being a witch, she screamed at him saying, you're a liar. I'm no more a witch than you are a wizard. If you take my life away, God will give you blood to drink. Wow. And then she ended up being executed, obviously. And her daughter, Dorothy was the youngest woman to be accused in the trials, but she escaped execution. Her daughter was like four years old
2: and was they accused a four year old child of being a witch. How fucking insane is that? You know, I think if at that point I'm like, these guys are going to kill me. I would probably go out with a fucking bang too. Oh my God. Yeah. Because I'm like, there's mm. no taking, this is like a, a mob of like their mind is made up. Yeah. I might as well haunt them with my yeah. last words. Right. Cause that's, yes. that's what's really going to hit at the end of days, I guess. Oh God. That makes me so sad actually. Cause it just sounds thing. so scary. The whole so town scary. is like, after you. What I you know it do? sounds, I know it was hundreds of years ago, yeah. but like, People haven't changed. Everyone's no. afraid no. to die. This, yeah. It's so fucking sad. It's
0: so sad. So there's a couple others, but I'm going to go to Giles Corey because he was one of the Me. only men that were labeled and convicted of being a witch. So he reacted to the witch trials like everybody else in town. He was like, you're a witch and you're a witch and just scared for his own life, kind of labeling everybody else a witch, including his wife. Oh, so karma. he testified against his wife, acknowledging that he had some animals fall mysteriously ill and that he saw his wife behave strangely near a fire. So he's accusing his wife, but then suspicion ended up falling on him
2: because a number of young women claimed that he bewitched them.
1: Mm. People in glass
2: houses, friends. like yeah. It's yep. like before you cast a fucking stone, mm. it can come back on you just as quickly.
0: So... He, uh, all these women like went into these fits. Of course, as he walked into the courtroom, which proved that he was also a witch, and he refused to talk and like refused to cooperate because sometimes if they'd plead guilty, they would not kill them. And it was a lot of the women that would end up being defiant and say that they're not a witch. That they're like, well, you're obviously a witch because you're not saying that you're a witch. So, so if you say I'm a witch, they're like, you. okay,
1: you're not a witch. I don't understand. This seems sometimes backwards. like okay. sometimes
0: they could escape execution by just like admitting yeah. that they were witches, but but so because he refused to talk, he uh, was, quote unquote, pressed to death with stones, which was given the sentence of Pien Fort. I'm going to botch this Et dur. I don't know what that means, but he was stripped naked and laid on a ground with a board covering his body. And one by one, they would put rocks on top of him until he was finally crushed to death, which is fucking insane. Uh, so he probably,
2: I mean I'm gonna make myself hopefully he lost consciousness like way before I mean he was in pain I don't know sucks. that is so oh crazy my God. it's so crazy and then
0: uh his wife Martha avoided this same fate but she too was executed for being a witch three days later and she was killed on September 22nd which was the day that we mm-hmm. it's the, the anniversary she the eight, the and eight. she was with the final eight women that ended up being hanged so, so th-
2: he killed his first wife? Oh, the second. Oh, he, he cast doubt on his wife first, but then it fell on him and he and then, was killed first. And, and then, then she then was they... killed three days later.
0: Wow, that is so
2: sad. It's so
0: fucking crazy. So those are only like a couple out of um, the, I think, nineteen twenty women or wow. people that- 19 people that were killed. But yeah, each of their stories was so interesting. There was like one woman that was a nurse and like a woman of faith. And it was so bizarre that she was being cast as a witch. And then another woman, they thought she was a witch because they thought she brought smallpox to the town. So it was like every person has their own unique
2: story, but it's so fucked up. And I'm sorry, the person who brought smallpox to town is someone from Europe. (laughs) <laughs> who arrived. That's where smallpox came well, from. Yeah. It did not come from yeah. within your community. The question is who brought
1: paranoia to town? Because yeah. that's what did the most damage. No,
2: but I think Bunch again, this is just the way it is. Like people yeah. have to point. We see it in wars, we see it in pop culture. We see it all over the internet. Yeah. We see it in politics. Like yeah. you have to you have to point to someone mm-hmm. as the reason for your
4: mm-hmm. whatever.
2: Yeah. Whatever it is. And uh, maybe look inward, people.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it'll continue to happen. But yeah. this is very, very interesting. Totally. Uh, yeah. So all these people were fucked up, and fucked up. none of them were witches, but they had a lot of bad things done to them. So we're going to hear the maybe not as bad things that you people have ever done next.
1: You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever
3: done?
2: Let's just get right to it, shall we?
3: Hi. So I guess this story kind of oh encapsulates all of the bad things that I've done, or at least majority of them in life. Um, so growing up, I was kind of like the really good kid. Didn't want to get in trouble. Didn't want to do anything bad. Um, in high school, I had the same boyfriend from freshman year to senior year. So senior year, I had gone out of town on vacation, and when I got back, I had heard that my best friend had gone and slept with my boyfriend. So me being me, I felt like for some reason it must have been something I did. So because of that, I just kind of let it slide, didn't mention it, didn't say a thing. Well, fast forward to our senior homecoming. It's a football game, homecoming, and my friend and I are just sitting there. And she was acting very odd. So I'm like, what is going on? And so she decided to flip the script and say that I was the one who had slept with her ex-boyfriend, which was not true. So after this big blow up, I guess, I got angry, was defending myself, and said a lot of words that I literally blacked out, don't remember. Um, we were surrounded by teachers and all the staff, like our superintendent of the district, all of them. I just went off on her. So everything happened. Uh, I got escorted out by the cops and wasn't allowed to go back in. No big deal, surprised I didn't get in more trouble. So after that whole situation, it kind of led uh, her ex-boyfriend and I to start talking, get together, and, you know, we were put in a situation, so if they're going to accuse us, why don't we talk? So, we started talking. Didn't sleep together, didn't do anything like that. So, we're talking, and one thing leads to another. I go to his house to hang out. Um, at the time, I didn't really want anyone to know that because, you know, it's a situation where... It would just cause rumors. It was a very small town. I didn't want to deal with the drama. He didn't either. So I also didn't want my parents to know. And so um, it was, I don't know, I think it was winter break maybe. Um, and I had volunteered at the church, so I helped babysit the kids in church. Um and it was only, like, a half-day thing. Well, I told my parents that it was from, like, 8 in the morning till 8 at night. They believed me. Not my fault that they believed me. But, I, I mean, but I had never lied to my parents before. So, I guess, you know, maybe that's why they believed me. Anyway, after this church daycare ended, I would go over to his house. And we'd hang out and just, you know, we'd ride ATVs or horses or anything like that. Um, and just hang out, spend time together. I got really close to his family. Um, like his mom and I were great. We talked all the time. So it, we just all became really close. So after a while, we kind of kept that the rest of the school year kind of just stayed that way. We were friends, didn't want anyone to know, unfortunately. Um, and so. Graduation comes and goes. We go to college. Uh, we decided not to you know, take it any further, but we wanted to stay friends, wanted to get together, um, go to the movies, things like that. Cause he went to a different school than I did. So after a while, he had asked me out officially. And so I was like, yeah, of course. Like, sure. We were great friends. What's the harm? So we're dating and I met a new guy in school um in college and I mean it was great. I was it was exciting, it was fun. I dated the same guy through high school and so I never really had a different relationships, but I also never really got with other guys. So, I kind of did and it led to me ghosting the guy who I was great friends with, his family, everything like that, Um, I just ignored him. And I felt like, you know, we didn't go to the same school. He didn't know me. It was no big deal. He didn't know me, but I was intentionally ghosting him, I should say. Uh, After a while, he found me on Facebook. I ignored it, just all of the things. I felt really bad. So after that, we just didn't talk at all, like ever so to this day, still haven't talked to him. I don't know if you call that a ghosting for 10 years, but that's what I did. I mean, I now know, like, on Instagram, he's doing great in life, so I'm happy to see that. But overall, one fight in high school over a comment that got switched around kind of led to all of the bad things that I've done in life. I mean, thus
2: far. So, yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks. Bye. Okay. So... What I'm getting from this is that you feel bad about the ghosting, not yeah. about the best friend being the ex because the best friend gaslit you and was like, even though she slept with your boyfriend, she accused you of sleeping yeah. with hers. Yeah. And now then you became friends with him, and then you feel bad because you ghosted him once there was actual romantic interest. Right. And then you had just gotten to college, but you're like, I'm spreading my wings. As I, you can't be, yeah. I can't be I can't right. be held down. Okay. So we had very different college experiences in that, like, I did some crazy things with people I dated, people I was just seeing. They did crazy things to me. Like, the fact that you feel bad about this, you're such a good person.
0: Yeah, you're a little angel. You yeah. are. Um, I mean, people unfortunately ghost each other all of the fucking time. Normally, it's guys ghosting girls. Um, so we kind of deal with that. Girls like, ghost girls ghost a lot but guys i mean guys in general they treat started women it. worse than women guys
2: started ghosting i yeah. will give them that like we never would have done this barbaric thing without you no and honestly right jared maybe it's yeah
1: yeah sorry everybody
2: <laughs> jared would never ghost <laughs> <laughs> jared would be like you want to get married
1: uh yeah Oh.
2: Jared's monogamy only kind of guy. I, go- only. I
1: ghost at like parties.
2: Yeah, that's that's, 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 a fade. that's a fade. That's a fade. Yeah, that's not a ghosting. A ghosting is like ignoring somebody that has romantic interests.
0: Yes. And, and like you, that you, you also had a, romantic
2: previously bit. you were on the same page and then yeah. one it's day okay. you weren't and didn't tell anyone.
0: Unfortunately, this happens to everybody. And, uh, maybe it's it was a little bit of a character building yeah. for him and, you know, just
2: setting him up for the cruel, cruel harshness of the reality of Welcome life, to life, baby. Welcome to life. It's not fair. No. And you know what? You're no. a good person. Cause you still feel bad about it. That yep. means you That's probably only ghosted him in your whole life. I'm telling you, most people have got like 30, 40 under their belt. Yeah. So, not me, but people for sure. Jared's making a face. <laughs> Honestly, is <laughs> that, I think we're good. Are we ready for the ultimate time? Wow. And you said you wrote a poem for this one. I did write oh, a poem. Yes. Let's hear it. Brace my yourselves. It's been a while since my creativity has been flowing I'm as naturally as it did today. Mm. So, this is inspired by the Salem Witch Trials. Ooh. Oh, okay. It's called George is a Witch. Yes. George is a witch. He'll cast your spell. He'll send your soul right down to hell. (laughs) He'll wear a hat. He'll grant your wish, but then he'll betray you and he'll do a switch. (laughs) He'll do the opposite of what you asked. He'll rob you blind. He'll take your cash. A naughty witch without a cause. He'll break into your home and scare your dogs. (laughs) (laughs) He won't abide by any laws. You might call him the opposite of Santa Claus. Oh, <laughs> that was amazing!
1: Oh, dude!
2: Scary the dogs, you know? Yeah, yeah. Santa Claus, you know? You got it. I yes. got all. Okay. It's what I've been waiting for.
1: <laughs> Great job!
2: I love it. The sabbatical paid off. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.